everyone. This is Joe Waters, and I want to welcome you to the Halloween edition of Cause Talk Radio. And of course, I'm here with my favorite witch, Megan Green. <laughs> Hi, Joe. Thanks for not howling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no problem. I, I kind of actually tested a couple noises before today's show to see if they were appropriate for our Halloween show. But Megan, you know, being in the mood she is, she just put them right. Anyways, but uh, Megan has assured me, folks, that she is in costume today, you know, which is really important, you know. And uh, so Halloween is alive and well on Cause Talk Radio. And as a guest today, we have Jared Barrios, CEO of the American Red Cross of Eastern Massachusetts. Hey, Jared, how's it going? Hey, I'm ready to put uh, a little uh, different spin on Wicked for you today here from Wicked Awesome Boston. <laughs> Like I, I said, best radio show ever, two Boston that's, guys. That's right, two Boston guys. You know, get your Boston dictionary out today. And, uh, you know, but one of the things besides uh, obviously working for the, or the American Red Cross, the American Red Cross of Eastern Mass has this great innovative campaign I discovered online. It's called SavingZombies.com. And, Jared, I was hoping you could stop by telling us a little bit about that. Uh, I'd, I'd love to tell you, and thank you for having me on. Uh, and uh, both uh, to you and Megan, it's really uh, it's, a, it's an honor to be on uh, the podcast, Selfish Giving, with you guys. I'm a big admirer. Uh, so Saving Zombies, what's it about? I think first uh, you've got to get a sense for who we are at the Red Cross and what our challenges are here in eastern Massachusetts. Uh, like many other organizations around the country, the Red Cross here in eastern Massachusetts, we've been around a long time. We rely on our loyal donors, our loyal volunteers, to get the work done. Perhaps more than other organizations, we rely on those donors uh, and volunteers. We, uh, in times of disaster, where we commit to being there for all Americans who need us. And here in Massachusetts, you know, we have forest fires, we have house fires, we have ice storms. We may be having a hurricane soon, who knows? Um, but 98.6% of the service hours that we provide to help people are done by volunteers. Right. Wow. So, People volunteering is actually quite important. The average age of a volunteer here in Eastern Mass is about 56 years old. Mm -hmm. um, we appreciate every volunteer we have, and those that are 56 and above, we rely on tremendously. But we need to get some 25-year-olds, some 20-year-olds volunteering for our mission. But the challenge is how do they connect to a Red Cross that has largely been defined, right, Yep. Uh, by their parents and grandparents. And yep. we've been really working to reach our constituents a little bit differently, in particular our young constituents. Boston, as you know, uh, unlike a lot of cities, we have a huge college population. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We have a huge young professional population. And so how do we get them to engage uh, as donors, as volunteers, with the mission and the work of the American Red Cross of Eastern Massachusetts? That's kind of been our challenge. Mm -hmm. And the uh, one example, we've been doing a few things, but one example is this Saving Zombies campaign. I'm not sure if either of you are uh, fans of The Walking Dead on television. Oh, yeah. Uh, the National Red Cross did a very uh, innovative partnership, our blood services division, partnering with the, the, the Walking Dead to mm -hmm. promote the awareness of blood drives and the importance of donating blood. Yep. We uh, took a little bit of a different take here in eastern Massachusetts, uh, developing a sort of a kind of a crowdsourced campaign to promote preparedness around the idea of the Mayan apocalypse 
and the zombification of America. How's that for fancy? <laughs> so, you know, if you didn't get, if you, if you, if you know, if you didn't get people on the zombies, you'd be like, you screwed anyways because the world's going to end. <laughs> the world's going to end in December, right? That's right. So you can yep. do one or two things. You can give up or you can get ready. And of yeah. course, at the Red Cross, we're all about getting ready. That's and that's right. really what this game, what this uh, service is yeah. about. Uh, yeah. One of the elements of it, we invite uh, folks to, we're having a contest, inviting people to submit their go bags videos. Uh, now, a go bag is what we at the Red Cross recommend everybody have at their homes and in their workplaces in the event of a disaster. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, Megan, I know you're, um, you're familiar with the West Coast. I used to live in Los Angeles. On the West Coast, what we think of when we think of an immediate disaster is an earthquake. Yep. Uh, for those of us on the East Coast, well, you know, we have hurricanes. We've got tornadoes. The middle part of the country as well. We encourage people to be ready. Have a go bag of the basic things you would need to survive 72 hours without help from anybody else, without power, without assistance from an organization, the government or a private organization. What would you need? Uh, in that go bag, and we're hey, inviting people so to out, uh, So, so Jared, out in Megan's area, or out in Portland, you know, an emergency for them is like when you know Whole Foods runs out of organic <laughs> bananas or something. <laughs> I like knew you're gonna you know? do it. I knew. I knew you so. just had to be a hater. <laughs> what? Oh, what kind of hating on the organic bananas? Megan. <laughs> <That's awful. laughs> so, can, but Megan, I've got good news. You can put you can put a stash of organic bananas. In my in go, bag. go bag. Well, I don't know about that. It, they'd have to be dehydrated organic bananas in my go oh, bag. You know, they do actually hi- dehydrate them or dry, you know, dried dates. I'm sure uh, they as do. well make a wonderful source for energy uh, in a, a, without, if you have no power or any refrigeration. Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever you want to put in there, we're encouraging people to make a film of their go bag, yep. but also be artistic, be creative. Yep. Take up this theme of zombies. And in our case, you know, what do we need to do um, uh, to survive? Uh, the zombie apocalypse uh, mm-hmm. that the Mayans may be throwing at us mm-hmm. uh, yep. come December. And that's, uh, we're inviting young people, really all folks, but really the appeal we're hoping is to engage young people in this. This has gotten a lot of pickup in the tech press, in the social media press, Technorati, okay. yep. a couple of other very uh, uh, sort of well-read uh, online publications have been promoting this, and we're expecting to engage a lot of youth. And at a larger level, this is about kind of our brand here in eastern Massachusetts uh, as it outward facing to the younger public, to the college students. We are working simultaneously with this and starting new college clubs for the Red Cross, high school clubs, promoting CPR education, blood drives, the kind of stuff that the Red Cross needs young people for. Uh, And we need young people to understand who we are so they'll step up and do their part as their parents, grandparents, and great-grandparents did uh, back in the day. Yeah. No, you know what I love? I love that you picked the go bag because it's such a doable thing. You're you're not even you're you're talking about the need to get younger volunteers involved with the Red Cross, but you're not saying, "Hey, come be a zombie for the Red Cross and volunteer." You're giving them something really tangible, a little snippet, something they can peel off that they can start to get involved and start to get aware. So I love that you picked something really doable and and something that everybody should be able to do. You know, young people, they say uh, this generation, millennials, aren't necessarily joiners. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't join organizations, mm-hmm. but they take up causes. Mm-hmm. That's right. And so the idea is make this a cause, mm-hmm. uh, not just getting prepared. It's a contest. It's fun. But it's also something – the idea of preparedness for themselves, for their families, for their mm-hmm. friends. This is a message, a mantra 
uh, that doing this contest, they're going to have to learn, you know, well, I want to do this right. What's, what are the basics, beyond being creative, what are the basics I need to put in that go bag? And this is the kind of information I want to share with my friends because I want them to be safe too. Uh, and so it's a, the kind of cause we're hoping they can then evangelize to friends and in the process relate to the Red Cross more, connect to us more, and hopefully join us. And I think, too, what's really important, too, is the, you know, you have a couple really important touchstones here. One of them, of course, is social media because you have a great tie in there, but also just with popular culture. And, you know, what we're finding is that, you know, when you interweave that with people, um, you know, it's that much more compelling. And, you know, one of the things I was at, a, I was in Kansas City this week actually talking about mobile marketing for nonprofits. And we were talking about how much people use, like, their mobile devices in the evening when they're watching TV and stuff like that and you know when they're actually watching shows like the walking dead that's a good time to experiment with facebook updates tweets uh, you know blog posts emails other things that relate to the show to get people thinking along those lines and making the connections of things that they already love absolutely absolutely yeah, yeah so How, i think that another thing we're hoping to do along that vein is i mean you mentioned mobile mm. is the red cross now has a series of apps preparedness apps yeah. Our hurricane app, uh, earthquake app. This week we launched a wildfires app, which yeah. gives you all the preparedness information. You can go to iTunes and download it, what to do if this is happening, even a first aid app. So yeah. if somebody's having a, a heart attack or somebody feels like they might have a, you know, mm. the symptom, you can just get all the basic symptoms and do the diagnosis uh, right there mm. uh, in uh, advance of providing first aid. Obviously, people need to get trained in first aid, but these are the kind of things, as you're saying, mobile technology really allows. Mobile travels with you, your apps yep. travel with you, and that information can also travel with you, and it's life-saving information. Yeah. How yes. well is this campaign being received locally for you, for you, Jared? Megan, we did the soft launch uh, last Friday. We got a couple of pieces in the press, and then really have been rolling it out uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday of this week. So we're just starting to see pick up. The Boston Globe picked it up. It's going to be. Uh, we have some radio stations. That obviously, uh, the most impressive press uh, <laughs> we've been radio. able to get has been SelfishGiving.com, and we're very <laughs> excited about you spreading yeah. the word. Um, and we're starting to. We're expecting to start getting submissions for this over the next couple weeks. Uh, we're very excited about the contest piece of it. But obviously, most important is the pedagogy, the education that we're hoping to spread around around. Why have a go bag? The importance of being prepared. Um, zombies or no zombies, uh, disaster can strike anybody uh, at any time. And we think that people need to plan for that uh, because it can save their lives and save others' lives. Yeah. No, I think it's I think it's a great campaign. You know, I had a laugh too. Is you know one of the things uh, that you have at the SavingZombies.com website is uh, you have videos of people and and they're showing you what's in their go-to bag. You know what I mean? And uh, so, so, you know, just watching those, they were kind of funny. And I had a laugh because uh, WCVB meteorologist David Brown, he's on there showing what uh, what's in his go to bag. And, you know, I, I want to I, I am friends with David. So I want to tweet him and say, like, hey, David, you're not going to last long because he's got like, you know, his 50 <laughs> shades of gray in there. Um, he, he's got his, you know, he's got, you know, he's got his running shoes. You know what I mean? So, well, it's like, David, I so would your running shoes can be really valuable in the zombie Absolutely. Absolutely, but but you know what? I would have them on my feet. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you know, and I'd be carrying some. So I have to I have to get back with him. You know what I mean? And, and talk to him about his uh his his uh his go bag. All right, that's <laughs> great.
Well, yeah. one of th- one of the things Joe and I were talking about before we even got online with you, Jarrett, was, uh, and Joe did a, a talk about this at our most recent Cause Marketing Forum conference, was about the use of humor and entertainment value in, in today's cause, you know, marketing of causes and outreaching to, to constituents and to corporates. And, and so can you talk a little bit about your philosophy about about doing just that when you're talking about attracting particularly new people to your organization, you know, what's your philosophy about how much you have to entertain or add a little bit of humor to cut through the clutter to, to catch people's That's attention? That's a great point. I, I think that we, you know, when I first got to Red Cross, I, I was probably, I've been here about a year now. I, you know, I was so impressed with the mission, but it became quickly apparent you can't guilt people just because of how great <laughs> yeah. your mission is mm-hmm. into volunteering into giving people have to uh have to like the organization have to be uh, engaged in the organization and engagement comes uh, for is, comes through different means for different people some people you know serious thinkers serious uh, in terms of their approach you know they're interested in the metrics of the organization you know what you know what what's your um Percentage of what's your percentage spend on fundraising uh, to dollars raised, right? That's their their thing. And there are other people um, who just want to make a difference, and and the mission is enough. And then for others, and these are the folks we're hoping to connect with here. You know, they're sort of out in the universe, not necessarily listening. We want to get their attention. You get their attention before you get their engagement. We want to get their attention through humor, through a little bit of creativity, through a little bit of buzz. Uh, and that's what this kind of campaign does. You know, it's it's obviously a little tongue-in-cheek. Yeah. Uh, we think it's a little hip, uh, perhaps a little too hip for Boston, but we're willing to push <laughs> the edge here, uh, push the envelope. And we're um, and we're thinking that this is going to catch the attention of people who don't traditionally follow us on Twitter or on Facebook, who don't traditionally engage, who haven't already um, recognized the the value proposition to America that the Red Cross is. Yeah. Uh, and we want to get them there. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Jared, one of the things I was curious about, too, I mean, a lot of times when um, Megan and I write about cause marketing, which, of course, can be about the marketing of causes, but we define cause marketing as a partnership between a nonprofit and a for-profit for mutual profit. Um, Did did you look at, I mean, is one of the things for this program moving forward, would you look at a corporate partner for this program? We would. We would love to. I want to mention that we had a a wonderful uh, corporate partner D50 Media that mm-hmm. uh, gave their time pro bono yep. uh, to develop this uh, app for us or this yep. uh, social media platform for us, zombie, SavingZombies.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, and obviously to promote that, another corporate partner would be wonderful. We're always yep. we're in the business, and Red Cross understands this. We not just locally but nationally, Red Cross relies on corporate partners for our annual disaster giving program. I mean, yeah. people give. People are very generous after disasters, after the yeah. tsunami in Japan, That's after right. the Haiti earthquake, after Hurricane Irene last year. But the problem is for the Red Cross to be ready, mm-hmm. we, can't, we can't send all those people and open all those shelters before the hurricane if people are giving after the hurricane. That's right. uh, and so it's our corporate partners investment, understanding that, and investing in the Red Cross and the mission of the Red Cross that has really allowed us to improve on so many levels across the country our preparedness. Uh, I mean, if we're going to preach preparedness to others, we have to we have to uh, uh, you know sing off the same song sheet. We have to be prepared uh, to accomplish our mission of protecting those uh, who need help. And and our corporate partners have really helped us do that across the country. Yeah, that'd be great. 
Wow. So much going on. That's fantastic, though. So w- with this campaign, when you were when first of all, I'm curious to know when this idea came to you and how long it took you to execute. And then what were some of the inputs to I, I mean, do you have staff that are of this millennial generation that helped you talk, talk about? I'm sure you know how to be hip all by yourself, but getting some feedback from the, those people you were looking to target. I have, I have two. I have two millennial sons. I have one. There you go. And one twenty-year-old, and I, I, I get all my my pop culture knowledge from them. But I do have we we do have younger staff. But the the mastermind here at the American Red Cross at Eastern Massachusetts was Cat Powers, our director of communications. Uh, she, like me, is not a m- millennial, although I think she wish she was. Mm-hmm. Um, she um, uh, had the idea uh, because it's her job. And frankly, it's frustrating. It's probably frustrating for uh, American Red Cross communicators across the country if to, 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 to break through to millennials if all you're doing is giving them facts, because facts don't necessarily sell folks uh, anymore, particularly younger folks, when they're being bombarded with all these messages from all these different directions. So engaging them, and Kat's idea was to engage them through something that is uh, sort of trendy, if you will, right now, uh, a message, a theme uh, that – people that would sort of get their attention long enough to get them to wrap their heads around what the Red Cross actually does. So here in eastern Massachusetts, because of the number of young people we have, we thought that the idea of a a saving zombies, uh, you know, or the idea of using zombies to promote awareness and the Mayan apocalypse uh, that goes along with that, right, the end of the world, people are going to be talking about that um, at the end of the year. Uh, What can the Mayans throw at us? Well, you know, the zombies theme, you know, came right up. And Kat and I... Uh, and others worked with D50 Media to develop something that our hope is uh, will engage young people. Uh, mm-hmm. Where you know the proof will be in the pudding, uh, right? Yeah. And you're doing us a great service as are others in helping talk about this. We do think it's innovative, uh, but as you already said, a lot of what Red Cross is doing around the country uh, is innovative, and this is one small part uh, of one of a very large movement uh, yeah. in that way of engaging this generation um, in the ever-present need of helping others that the Red Cross is trying to address. Yeah, And you know what's good, Jared, too, is after the Mayan thing in December, you have a whole unlucky number next year, 2013, <laughs> that you can just talk about misfortune. You know what I mean? And and you can you, you can tie in the go bags and, and everything with that. I mean, you can have a lot of fun with that. Yeah, 2013. You're, you're, you're planting seeds here. You have us back on when we have that campaign. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's fantastic. I have one last question, Jared. Um, so with this campaign, it, when I look at SavingZombies.com, it looks like it looks like it might be targeted to anyone anywhere. Is that the case, or are you really trying to target it locally? No, we're we're ours is about Eastern Massachusetts and targeting young people here, but anybody can participate. It's my guess that th- there are other Red Cross regions around the country uh with with large youth college age and young professional populations mm-hmm. austin texas denver colorado the bay area san francisco um uh, some of these regions have expressed interest in uh putting out and pushing this as a way of engaging their folks as well uh i think that it may have some legs we'll see uh, yeah. again the proof will be in the pudding yeah that's no, a great idea yeah. well it's been so so great to talk to you today jared can you tell us please where people can find out more information about the red cross of eastern massachusetts and about your fabulous program absolutely to find out more about the red cross pretty simple just www.redcross 
dot O-R-G. Uh, and then if you're in Boston or want to go to the Boston one, just put Boston in uh, the little area, and it'll take you right to our area. If you want to do the zombies campaign, if you want to just check us out, uh, it's just www.savingzombies.com. Uh, and uh, we uh, encourage people to submit a video. Maybe you'll win one of the fabulous prizes. Perfect. Well, thank you oh. so, so much. Joe, where can people find you? Well, of course, people can find me at my blog, SelfishGiving.com, and on Twitter, Minute to Minute, at Joe Waters. And I want to remind people, too, on Pinterest that I've created a Halloween cause marketing board to which we'll be adding this campaign, and we have, have a bunch of other cool. campaigns if they're interested in checking them out. And, uh, Megan, what about uh, where people can find you? Well, I'm going to have to go check out your Pinterest page on Halloween. I haven't seen that one yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Megan Strand, and I also tweet for the Cause Marketing Forum at Twitter. CMF. And I also blog regularly for Cause Update, also a Cause Marketing Forum blog. And you can find Cause Talk Radio and all of the other RashPixel.tv shows on iTunes, as well as Stitcher Smart Radio. So thanks so much for joining us today for another episode of Cause Talk Radio. We'll catch you next time.